just rap to the rhythm of the funky vibe so I can get busy just one more time to the beat and you don't quit. It's that old school rap with that new school tip. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Peter Piper picked the punk up, but who got the rhyme? And I could just pick up every goddamn time I get on the mic, I go crazy. Peace out to see those something sun lazy. I go, thought you go. never knew, but now you know. I'm the undisputed king of this disco. That's uh, DJ moving on the whole down flow. Now I'm gonna get the time and the bind the thing, and then and then the down the down the thing. And if you don't like it, you can grab on these and sun 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 turn the mics down, please. Awesome. Oh, let me through. Check the rhythm of the flavor I wrote. Who sings this song? I get a chance to let me clear my throat. Oh, I said a bunch of those words wrong. Who the fuck sings that song? DJ Quick. It's not DJ Quick. No, it's DJ Clue. Nope, not DJ Clue or Quick. Give me 19 seconds. I remember that shit was big when I was little, man. DJ Cool. DJ Cool. Okay. That shit sounded so that shit sounded so eighties when it came out though. I thought it was just <laughs> a song that was in the made in the eighties that people was just bumping again for some reason. If y'all wanna party like we do, if y'all I did not know that like song came out in ninety six though. Huh? That song came out in ninety six. It's crazy when you look back and realize like when everything happened at the same time. Like Tupac died that year. That was the year I first started watching football. Mm-hmm. Like, what Power Rangers Zeal Who came out that, that year? Was it San Francisco? No, San Francisco won ninety four, right? Ninety six season was the Green Bay. Green Bay Packers won it ninety seven the year, but the season they won it for was ninety six. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was Brett Favre, right? Yeah, when he was high as fucking mind uh, the year before, apparently. Did he beat uh, Buffalo? No, he beat New England. So Buffalo was, Buffalo. they lost, what, 94, 5, 6? They lost oh. 92, 93. 2, 93, 94. 90, they lost 92. three years in a row, right? Four years in a row. 90, 91, 92, 93. They lost do? four years in a row? How do you do that, bro? And one, they came close to one, though. I think it was like a field goal away from one. And one, they got they just got ran out of the damn stadium in the other one. And the Cowboys got them twice. And they lost that last one by like a field goal. They missed the field Something goal, like right? Yeah. They hit the uprights. Something like that. <laughs> well, you know how sick you got to be to be a Buffalo fan from back then? Yeah, I ain't. Um, so my first year actually been about that life with football. Yeah. I mean, I played football, but I was never into it. I was just doing it because that's what boys did. Yeah. Um. And I was fast, and I liked catching balls, and I liked the praise that I got when I caught balls. No homo. Um, <laughs> I was going to let them do it themselves. Um, but uh, the San Francisco 49er year, and it was 94. because you had Deion Sanders. And Jerry Rice. And Steve, Jerry Rice. Steve, Steve, Steve Merton Young, Hanks. But you had my dude Merton Hanks. What the hell? Oh, he do the, uh, the what did he call the dance? I called him Pe- Pepsi Cola Man. I forgot he what did. he called his dance when his neck was going yeah, over the fucking place. Yeah, he did the dance. Yeah. yeah. Merton Hanks was that dude though, man. Yeah, I like Merton Hanks. Merton Hanks was my dude, man. He um, and that's that's the reason why he was free safety, and that was the only reason why I wanted to start playing defense because I was like, wait a minute, I could use my shit, but I ain't like hitting people though. <laughs> I did yeah, not like hitting that one, people. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, like, um, I still can't believe that. I know you don't watch, but I still can't believe that 
Um, they let Atlanta trade Julio Jones to Tennessee because if I'm downfield covering Julio Jones and big ass Derrick Henry's come barreling down at me, mm-hmm. and it's between and it's other I tackle a duel, he scores. That's a touchdown all day. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a safety. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Um, so they got both of them. I'd have walked to the sideline like. Yeah, I'd have walked to the sideline like, that was a seven coach. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. As soon as, yeah, that's dumb. That's that's pain. I'm not tackling that fucking dude. Yeah. Big as I am right now, I'm not trying to tackle this. I mean, I've out of the game for a long time. But even when I was actually, no, because when I was actually super safe in high school, I was only 260. Mm. So I'm not trying to tackle Derrick Henry. 260. I'm tackling a motherfucker my size who is faster and stronger than I am. And like 12 feet taller. Ain't no way in hell. Oh, did I tell you I bought a boat this weekend? No, you didn't. Last weekend. No, yeah, you man. didn't. I am now a boat owner. Congratulations. Dude. No, black boat now. It ain't nothing fancy. It's What's a the name 10 foot John boat. It ain't it ain't big. It's just a little John boat. It's a fishing boat, basically. I'd have named it just be an asshole though. Oh, name it? I'm I'm gonna name it. Um you know you gotta have a ceremony when you name it. Like, but you break the um. You gotta, do you pop the champagne bottle? Or do you break it on it? You're supposed to uh. Either one. It's just to make sure that you give the guy to see some, some of it and Pour then a little liquor for him. Yeah, and, and toss some in the air for the uh the homies. The the um. The direction of wind guys or something like that. That's one of my favorite lines from like one of my favorite anime. This is an anime called Shin Chan. Mm. It was kind of like the Japanese version of The Simpsons. Yeah, um, the little boy who wanted to—he's trying to like um, kiss his old man ass so he can get a big allowance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, Dad, can I pour the drink for you?" Like, hell no, son. Because every time you do, you pour some for your homies. <laughs> 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 that shit made me laugh so hard. I need um, <laughs> I need some people to tell me about some good animes to watch because I like One Punch Man. I never seen but it. But that was only like one season, right? I don't watch modern anime. It's like modern anime is like modern rap for me. I don't watch it. Mm. It's like it doesn't speak to me the same way the old stuff speaks to me. Well. Dragon Ball Z. Of course. I've watched, well, Dragon Ball, all of them, but I started out with Z, and then I went back and watched Dragon Ball. Everybody did, yeah. And then um, Super. GT. I think GT was GT was all right. GT did. gets underrated. Yeah. GT gets a lot more shit than it deserves. I got all of them on my hard drive. Super, um, Super is good. If you got the Funimation app, you can watch Super. Funimation and HBO Max, though, are mm-hmm. the two worst apps I've ever seen, on, especially on PlayStation. Mm. Like, the HBO Max, I'm about to actually... I'm this close to actually getting rid of my HBO Max subscription because that app is so bad. Why do you have it on? Why don't you have it on? Um, what do you have regular internet package? I Who do have internet subscriber. If you don't mind me asking. Oh, Comcast. I mean, I, oh, yeah, I live in, so. but uh, I mean, it is, and it is the best internet. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Um, whatever problems you have, like whatever problems Comcast has, mm-hmm. it is the best service. Internet, TV wise too. Oh. I just that no one watches TV. Yeah, I remember like. Okay. Stop. I, I, I don't guess I don't work there anymore. I guess I can be honest about it. When I used to work there, they they, they didn't get that. I knew you would be talking about um, Richard Nichols and um and uh, and Maria Taylor, but people have to understand this about sales. Sales is basically half the battle is the person walking to the store mm-hmm. or on the lot. What I'm I'm not really selling a product. I'm convincing you not to buy from the other guy. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm doing. So all of those features and stuff like that, that they used to try to get to sell customers who want to buy TV when mm-hmm. I was working there, 
Like, none of that matters because no one's in here to buy a TV to begin with. Right. So just because I can speak into the, I can speak into the remote, whatever, that's a great service if mm-hmm. I was looking for TV. That's a great benefit. That's kind of like having a review, the review um, camera, um, the rear view camera on the, on the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great benefit if I'm looking for a car. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not looking for a car at the moment, you're not going to get me to buy the car because it has that. Right. And that's people have to understand that by sales. Most of the battle is won by the person walking into the door looking for that product. Yeah. You're just trying to make the other product. You're trying to either make this. You're trying to either make the sale make sense to them, mm-hmm. or convince them not to buy it from the other guy. It's kind of like hollering at a woman. Um, she, you basically talking yourself out of it. Yeah. So, if you got good vibes going on, just ride it. Just just ride those vibes. Yeah. Like, get a number. Do whatever later. Um. But then you could talk yourself out of it because she's probably like she, she probably decided. Your she already decided. Yeah, she's already decided. She's giving you the opportunity to mm-hmm. figure out to and tell her why she should have smashed the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> why should she smash you, not the other guy? Yeah, <laughs> all you got to do just keep putting your best foot forward. But understand that maybe whatever you got to give her is not what she's looking for, and right. that's nobody's fault. Nope. Just keep it moving. Um, I remember that conversation I had recently. What we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was so mortified that that girl actually said that. Said what? We were talking about, um, she was talking about how um, she was playing um, a game and this guy shot a shot at her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she said something to him. And I was like, well, shit, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. You know, the only way you can know if she's feeling you is to ask her. Mm-hmm. And she's one of this diatribe and she compared, um, she compared men approaching women to like pedophilia. Oh yeah, that is that's just somebody trying to get some kind of attention because that is exactly what it's not. Like, and I was like, if nobody hollering at you, you gonna be miserable. And she was married, so I was like, okay, your husband had to step at you at some point, step to you at mm-hmm. some point. And I was like, wait, do you actually think that? And she kind of like when she walked it back, like she edited the statement on like the platform we were all speaking on. Mm-hmm. But it was like I already seen it, and I was like, you really, you really think that? And I was like, what is wrong? I don't get this. Uh, maybe that's the conversation we got to have another episode. It's not even predatory. Like, you're supposed to, like, either you go be a, Say a no. fapper or you, you going to. And my thing, is, my thing is, and I believe in the woman's right to choose. Yeah. Right? So I say, shoot your shot. If she says no, just move on. Somebody out there going to like it, right? But my thing is, and again, this might be an episode we need to do down the road. When did this, when did this happen that each side just hates each other like this? Cause like some of my homeboys who were trying to co-sign what I said, I think they thought that was me joining the He-Man Woman Hitters Club that they all in. Mm-hmm. And I, not me, I like women. I love women. You know, I, I'm related to women. If I'm fortunate enough to get married, you my wife's going to be a woman. woman. Maybe. Yeah. If I have children, if I have a daughters, they're women. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't understand this whole hatred that each gender has for each each of the two genders. I should say, I guess, has for each other. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, get the fuck over it, bro. Like. Listen, people gonna step to you. That's that's life. Yeah, they're supposed to. That's why, like, so I, I even go a step farther, and I was like, I had to learn that I am a good looking male, and women are gonna holler at me. I'm gonna holler at women, but they're gonna be unwanted advances from men too. Yeah. And instead of getting mad and be trying to fight and shit like that, you just understand that. If you look good to certain people, you're going to look good to people that you don't have an interest in, too. Is, yep, just let them know that ain't for you. Know what I'm saying? Just, so, keep, just be respectful of each other's yeah. rights as human beings. Well, women, keep same it moving. thing. If, if an ugly-ass dude try to holler at you, 
just understand, you're beautiful. Or you might not be beautiful, but that guy thinks you're beautiful. But now, if you say no and he starts, he starts trying to press the issue. Now, yeah, if now that's a problem. Then that's the issue. Yeah. yeah, no means no. Uh, I was going to give my daughter a hug a couple of days ago, and she was like, "No!" And then I stopped. I walked the other way, and she was like, "You didn't hug me." I said, "You said no. No means no." Never, I, and no, no, never truly learned that lesson. I don't right. do yeah. that. It's my daughter, and I teach my daughter, my my kids that too. Like, no. I don't force nothing on nobody ever. And never too early to learn, never never too early to learn that lesson. But yeah. yeah, like I just don't get that man. It's like this whole like the my thing that confuses me too is like what what do y'all do for dick then? Each other <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but that shit, was just, that shit was like I was like man, it's like she really like she really equated those two things and and I don't know if people got that like. Like like one of my coaches from football in high school, right? He was like, got he was even like you got to breeze over it because I'm gonna just right now where I can just tell women you know kick rocks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, coach man, that's a very vile thing to be compared to. You know? Yeah. You just trying to live your life, and the girl just called you like you can say predatory like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, any person worth their salt be insulted by that? Yeah. You know who should be insulted? Maria Taylor. I, I think she is. She she is. Jalen Rose's daughter's insulted for it too. So I didn't even hear about the story until Jalen Rose's daughter started talking about it. Did Jalen Rose call somebody his little brother? Yeah. He, he kills me. He, he always does. My, my, little, my brother, little brother. <laughs> my little brother is cool with Rachel's niggas. <laughs> That's when I talked to Steven Jackson. That's my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Jackson older than you, man. That'd be funny. But um, Rachel Nichols um, had something to say the other day. Apparently, um, Maria Taylor was um, um, she was like the staff. She was elected to be on staff to for the finals, like the, the sideline report, like right? which is Nichols, which typically is usually what Rachel Nichols does. Right. And so Rachel made a statement. Um, do Do you remember the statement? I know she said she um, she declined. She wanted to keep the position, and I remember she said something to the degree that. I understand that you guys want to be diverse and everything, but you know it's my position or whatever, and right. something like that to that degree. And the thing that was confusing me was because far from far be for me to cape, because mm-hmm. I'm with this country with this country rules, I am never willing to not say that it's racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, because kind of like you know how we are, like we we're proven guilty, we're guilty to proven innocent, right? Well, say, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, right. hey, listen, you got to prove you ain't racist, right? But right. listening to what she said, though, it sounded like she was shooting more at ESPN than she was shooting at Maria Taylor. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking, too. You know, we, sometimes we do jump out too hard at that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think she was saying it at ESPN. However, I kind of feel like she is right but also wrong. Because Maria, Rachel Nichols, you might be at Sunset. Like I did see you, um, doing your interviews during the finals last year, and like I said, it was like so when they have women do the interviews at the end. I know this is sexist, and um, they treat it differently than when men are there. So mm-hmm. when they have a woman there, they want the woman to look a certain way, whatever like that, which is also sexist. And I, I completely one hundred agree to anybody that want to throw their phone into the air because of what I'm about to say, but um, she didn't look right last year 
It might have been that COVID nineteen that all went to her legs. But um, she she really didn't look right last year, and they might have saw that and was like, ah, oh, we might want to start moving towards someone else next year. Um, which again, is wrong. However, that's how ESPN is, and that's how they have been, and that's people support them like that. Um, but I kind of feel like she's wrong in the fact that one, it might just be her sunset. Two. They might have said last year, they might have said this year, all right, so we got all these white faces here. We need to put a black face in here. Mm-hmm. And also, it could be two things at one time. We need to put a black face in here, and we could move Rachel on to something else. Yeah. So Especially when you think about the fact that Maria's actually a good reporter. Yeah. Because people like, people, <sighs> this lets you know how people just don't understand the nuance of things. Mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols' position is not an analyst. Right. Rachel Nichols' position is a reporter. Mm-hmm. Even when she's on the jump, she's hosting the jump, mm-hmm. she's not analyzing anything, really. At least not to that degree. That's why she has two NBA players on the show with her, because right. they're analyzing what's going on. Mm-hmm. But Maria Plata does have history at playing that position. She was a basketball player, as I understand. Right. Um, and she's actually very good at what she does. Yeah, she is. So, I mean, there's a lot going for her. There is a lot going for her putting at that position. Now, Rachel Nichols... And because I think she does, I want to say she does NFL stuff too, uh, for um, ESPN, and I think that's a good role for her. Like I was surprised when she got the jump, but yeah. I understand that she more or less replaced Michelle Beatles though. Oh, she gone. Michelle yeah. Beatles was the white the, blonde, right? The blonde one, yeah. Um, she got popped for something. I forgot what she got popped for, but she's gone. What's her name again? Michelle Beatles. And. Because a lot of the things that Rachel, Rachel Nichols does now is what Michelle Beatles was doing. Mm-hmm. Did you misspell Beatles as in like the like the band Beatles, like the Bug Beatles? You did. Yeah. Take that T out and put a D in. <laughs> put a D in. <laughs> um, but yeah, she put him. That's why everybody was talking about like um, on Twitter. It was so funny. They were talking about it's all a gender thing. Some people arguing. I was like, Mich- Rachel Nichols replaced Michelle Beatles. She replaced another woman. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a gender thing um, to that degree. And, I don't know, people just trying to find anything to argue with. I remember I was arguing with some guy on Twitter, though. It was so funny because he was talking about how ESPN doesn't have anybody good outside of Scott Van Pelt and Tim Legler. Right. And I said, man, go ahead, just pick white. Just say white man, man. Because <laughs> yeah. he was like, he was going back and forth. And I was trolling him mostly at that point. And I was like, I pointed out, like, bro, like, you mean to tell me you're just going to ignore Ryan Clark, the job he does, mm-hmm. covering NFL him and um, Dominic Foxworth? You're going to ignore Bamani Jones, um, Jalen Rose, the work he does covering the NBA? Mm-hmm. So he threw out two white men, right? Right. He threw out Max Kellerman, he threw out Adam Schefter. So I had to laugh a little harder at that because it was like, those are the two white men you said that you don't like? Like, at least two other ones, the first names that you came up with impressed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get it. And I was like, I, I didn't explain it to him. I just kept laughing. I was like, man, you just picked two Jewish men. So you mean tell me now, the only two men, the only two white men you don't like when you're spending two Jewish men. Yeah, that, that's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and I was like, because he kept, I was like, there's this plain dumb shit when it comes to racism is old, man. Just, just say what the fuck you mean to say, please. So we can all keep it moving. Yeah. And, and you know what? Michelle Beadle, and I'm going back a little bit, but I do remember she was on the she, jump with Jalen Rose and the other guy, and then they automatically said that she got fired. 
Yeah, I forgot but she got fired. For, like, I thought she was fired because, well, I thought she she didn't want somebody on the show and she just left. I can't remember what it was or she left the second time. I know one time she left to go to NBC. Mm. When NBC was trying to actually, um, that's the first time they tried to like, do NBC Sports, right? And because the only thing NBC Sports really has is in um, Sunday Night Football. Right. I mean, I mean, I guess they oh, they wow. focus. They, they don't. Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor. So the ones fighting right now are the ones that replace Michelle Beadle. So if Michelle would have stayed, her ass put, we wouldn't have this argument right <laughs> so now. So Michelle's fault. I'll give it a start. I, I was never really that big of a fan of hers, except for that one episode of I think it was Sports Nation, mm-hmm. where she kind of like it was. Um, Marcellus Wiley was on there. And he was out of pocket when it comes mm-hmm. to like you know being down. And I was like, bro, you really got this blonde hair, blue eyed white woman actually just speaking back better facts than you right now when it comes to the culture. Oh yeah, she be on it. Like I, I really like their personality as a, a host. Um, but again, I haven't watched. I don't watch ESPN that much anymore. Um, because when I start watching football, uh, I only watch anything sports related during basketball. Season. I like um actually I like Brother from Another Mother um or Brother from Another on NBC Sports with um Michael Smith and Michael Hawley. It's just not that big because NBC Sports doesn't have the any of the four mainstream sports really. Mm. So NBC Sports doesn't get that much coverage. They, they got Sunday Night Football, but that's really it. Okay. They have no NBA. I think they may have baseball, mm-hmm. but I can't call it. I think they might have hockey, but hockey is a hockey out of the four major sports in America. Hockey has the least coverage. Okay. Okay. I mean, I know they're going to get the Olympics. Uh, they usually get the Olympics, so maybe that'll help out this year. But. I think Maria um, Maria's right for the job, if you ask me. I think Rachel Nichols sounded like she was more mad at ESPN than she was at um, Maria Taylor. Um, I'd like to hear more about the Jimmy Butler situation because this is just hilarious. Oh yeah, I want to uh, hear hear about that too. Did you hear I about mean, how like when it first like? Did you hear about the reports that came out during the bubble? No, I didn't hear anything about them too. All right, so the 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 video I was watching on YouTube last night was trying to show people proof that it it happened. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, NBA TV, one of the reporters was reporting on, there was a loud, like, security had to go up to Jimmy Butler's room because there was a loud thumping, like, boom, 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 right? So when security got to the door, Jimmy Butler comes to the door sweating and shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he was was dribbling the basketball in the room. (laughs) That's what he said? That was the excuse he gave. Um, I forgot what what else he said in the video, but... um, the reporter that was in the studio, he was like, yeah, I thought there was an entanglement going on in there. And I was like, damn. Like, they're not even hiding. They're not even- and they want to use the word entanglement. Yeah. I mean, because she married, I guess. But And and it was showing um, on all the um, interviews that they were doing how friendly they were. And I was like, I'm not going to lie, because if I was her husband, I've said this, like I said this earlier, like, if I was her husband watching that interview and seeing how smiley and giggly and Hallmark cards they are, they were at each other, mm-hmm. she was expect a fucking phone call from me. Like, why would you laughing so much in that dude's face? Yeah, and I don't want to make it seem like I was body shaming her um, from earlier when I was talking about she she seen um, bottom heavy, leg heavy. Yeah, and I don't see why that was a damn problem, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm saying like, if. ESPN has been known to be that type of company when it comes to women in, in that position in sports. So if you look at, uh, we were talking about Sage, Sti- Sage still? Yeah. If you look at Carrie Champion, you look at um, 
Shit. We'll just say any of the women in there. Like, they just, they look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, like and that, that's all I'm saying there. Like, like they're very this fit. has nothing to do with my preference. I'm just saying that's something that I realized because it, it, shock, it shocked me. Yeah. So. But, um, it's, I, I think it's hilarious. I will say, though, the video, in the video, I didn't call any towns out of pocket, but putting Jimmy Butler's business in the street like that, especially when Jimmy Butler was just critiquing his basketball play. Mm-hmm. It was, Jimmy Butler was keeping it professional, for I understand. Right. But to put it out there, talk about, man, you need to go ahead and call Rachel. Like, that part, to me, that was out of pocket. Yeah, I kind of feel like anytime you talk about someone outside of the context of the sport, um, well, I feel like anytime you talk about anything undercover that person did, like if he was out there cheating, I mean, if he was out there having sex, I don't know if he is he married. I don't even know if he's married or not. So, Rachel's married. So. If they doing that, let them do their Cause, Yeah, because think about it. Like, you heard her. your business. Yeah, because think about it. In that situation, it's not just him being affected. It's her. Right. For you to put that out there, it's like somebody you ain't even shooting at, you you hitting. Let it be. You take care of your business and stop putting yourself in other people's business and everything will be okay. Yeah. I would damn that. I damn sure would have questions and concerns and want to know more about the information, but I would go di- directly to that person. 31? I feel like he's been in the league a long time. Say so what? I was Googling to see if he was married. I feel like he's been in the league a long time. Mm. He's only like 31? Yeah, but I feel like he's a dude has been in the league like fucking 15 years. Right. But, now, he has um, his girlfriend and a child. Um, but yeah, so he's not married, so he's good. You said he is what? I said he's um he has a girlfriend and a child, so he's good. He's not. I mean, I guess she'll be probably upset, but he doesn't have any um divorce or anything hanging over his head, right? But this shit is. Did somebody bring somebody get in trouble for? Somebody got kicked out of the bubble for having sex. I think it was Lou Williams, I think. So no, some no, Lou Clippers, Williams I think. went to the strip club for was some it? Luke wings. Pepper <laughs> Lou. Lemon pepper too. Let's fuck out of here. Lemon pepper. And maybe if we can find lemon pepper wet, like on um, Atlanta. Oh man, I I don't like wet. I like wet wings. I don't like dry wings. Um, I mean, I do like wet, but not when it comes to wings. I like dry. So what I do with my wings usually is I I do lemon pepper dry with a mild sauce or a hot sauce. Y'all can see the one looking at this ass right now. Fucking dry wings. Um. What do you think about thighs from um, Wingstop? You gonna buy? Did you ever get any of those? They have thighs at Wingstop. Apparently, there's a wing shortage. Oh, well, apparently I, there's I don't a sil- eat meat right now though. So apparently there's a silicone shortage. So my uh, my adventure of buying and putting together a PC is gonna be delayed because apparently graphics card costs a grip now. Yeah. Um, Fucking COVID. That might be why Bitcoin be stolen. Anyway, though, but um, what are we talking about? Let, yeah, let's it wrap was it all up. So for Black Excellence of the Week, we want to give Maria Taylor <laughs> for setting it the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so no the fault of her own. For the week for setting it the fuck off this week. Uh, no fault of her own. <laughs> this for her. That's what like. That's what. You know what? That is Black Excellence because when you because your existence is a damn problem. <laughs> but I will yeah. say this though. This is because it, it, the real problem is these companies. 
trying to be quote unquote woke because it's fashionable right now. Yeah. That's what this is coming from. And I think that's what Rich Nichols is really trying to say. Like, yeah, it's fashionable now to have black people at the forefront. But we all know that when it's not fashionable anymore, you know, they, exactly. they go get them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, until you start getting, and this is what I'm saying, until you start getting black people at the head of the table to be the gatekeepers, then you're going to have problems like this. Mm-hmm. Um. They they should definitely be happy because what they what they've been now we get to the point of people with talent are doing the jobs. Um, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, it was a white face doing the job. Even talented. Same thing with Hollywood. Hollywood ain't become talented or not. Yeah, good talented and good until they start letting other people in because it was just basically. I'm a filmmaker. Let me hire all my family. You right? Cause think about it. look at Get Out. I know it's the benchmark. But it's the benchmark for the like right. uh, like horror since then. But think about the horror genre wasn't really. It was kind of like for me, it was floating. Same thing. Yeah. One maniac goes and kills. You got Jason Voorhees and um, Camp Crystal Lake. I mean, you got stop going Jason to the fucking Voorhees lake. and Michael Myers doing the same exact thing. Leave the fucking house, Lori. That's all you got to do. <laughs> That's all horror was. <laughs> Outside of maybe Rob Zombie, but even in his horror movies, were actually. They were entertaining more than they were scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I still love um, Devil's Rejects. And they thought it was so groundbreaking, and all he did was, like, for me, these are people that I know. And that's what he was saying. He was like, I just made a movie that the people was talking the way that I'm used to people talking. Oh, Jordan, um, yeah, they acted the way that people act where I'm from. Because he brought a fresh perspective to horror. Right. That's all he really did. Like, hey, this is the shit that actually terrifies black people. You know, losing your identity, being controlled by white people. Right. And look at horror ever since then. Horror got a lot better since he came out with that movie. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't. I can't wait for Candyman. Even Man like Netflix, up. Netflix, and Netflix came out with Bird Box, and then they came out with uh, what's the other one where you can't talk? That's not Netflix. Though. I need talking about the a Quiet place. place. Quiet Place. I still got to see that. I don't. I've seen one of them. Quiet Place Two just came out. I love that meme on Bird Box too. <laughs> When now she was in a boat and she was like, and like the little kids were trying to decide who looks to right. help. And you know, one was her daughter, the other one was like, not right, right. And she was like, I decide who looks. And the meme was like, that little boy knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about when she said that. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, I have the look, bro. Yeah, <laughs> not my kid, but um, I actually that movie wasn't bad though. Bird Box, I can't watch it again because I already know the ending, but right. Those are movies, like, most movies I watch, I cannot watch it. Like, I watched Stranger Things the first season I twice I because the that. first time I just had this background noise, yeah. so I wanted to actually watch it this time, and it was boring the second time around. But, I mean, but think about it. Look at, like, my favorite horror movies since um, uh, Get Out came out with, what, It and It Chapter 2? And that had a real good, it had some of that vibe, some of that, um, I mean, that's the point of It, to, like, find out what you're afraid of. Right. But it has some of that vibe to it of the things that actually make will make you afraid because of your mindset or whatever, like the the right. background you're coming from. Like a lot of people didn't like us, but I loved us. Us was good. I actually understood us it. Us was creepy. I can't wait the Candyman come out. Boy. So I just said that. I was like, oh, and he does. You know what I love about Jordan Peele's movies? What his promotions? A promotion. He, he uses music so well. He does because the theme song for Candyman is "Say My Name." Mm-hmm. And all Candyman wants you to do is say his fucking name. A remix version. Yeah. Candyman is my horror uncle, though. You know why? Why? With nice suits. At least in the first one. 
Mm-hmm. He don't bother you long to keep your name his name out your mouth. Right. And he does one thing that I kind of wish I could do. Kill white people? No, get a white woman locked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the first movie, he got Helen locked up. I'm like, damn, Kenny <laughs> made an asshole for that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good. And you know, he got paid for beast things. Every time I beast on him, he got paid, I think it was $100. It's a fucking beast thing. Yeah. Shit, you couldn't pay me enough for that shit. Either it was $100 or $1,000. I got Google right here. Tony Todd, man, the OG. That was a joke, so I don't want to get a white one locked up. I mean, I don't want to get a white one locked up. I don't get anybody locked up. But, yeah, I can understand that, man. Bees things, yeah, $1,000. $1,000 every time he got stoned by a bee. Fuck, that ain't worth it for me. And he got stoned 23 times, so he made an extra $23,000. That ain't this, worth it. Candyman is what, back in the 80s? I think the first one came out like um, 90. I want to say. I don't think. I yeah, know still in 1990s money, $1,000 is a grip. Yeah. I still have a beast thing, no man. Shit, that was back when minimum wage was 425 or some shit. That is true. <laughs> think the about it. The first movie was. Uh, of course, they were trying to give me the new movie. Um, the first movie. I think it was 92. Yeah, that's crazy. And while we on that subject, just think, in 1992, the minimum wage is about $4 and some change, right? Mm-hmm. It is 2021. It's, what, $3 more? The GDP yeah. has but risen it, about $20 in that time. But with inflation <laughs> and everything, so if he made $1,000 every time he got stung by a bee... Including inflation, he made nineteen, eighteen, and seventy-one cents. And for you said twenty-three times. Mm-hmm. So he made forty-four thousand one hundred thirty dollars and thirty-three cents in today's money. Okay, cool. I mean, that's good. I guess it's good. Mm-hmm. But let's be fucking stink. I've been stung like a total of five times in my life. Mm-hmm. And I have never not bitched up from it when it happened to me. <laughs> I got stung by a wasp while I was riding my motorcycle because it flew in my shirt, um, my arm, the my the shirt, the arm of my shirt, and it stung me in my underarm twice. The first time I, I look, I'm riding a bike. Yeah. The first time it bit me, I stopped that bike so fast. And just took my arm up and I just caught it in my arm like this. Yeah. And I was like, I think something stung the shit out of me. And I put my arm down and just tucked it. And then after I made sure I was safe on the bike because I had a kid on the back, mm-hmm. I was only going like five miles an hour when it flew in there. So I started lifting my arm up like this and it stung again. So I just put my hand in there and grabbed that bitch. And I just felt it. I started squeezing. I squeezed the shit out of that motherfucker in my arm. arm. I squeezed the shit out of them motherfuckers. Listen. Shit, that shit hurt so bad. But but wasp, wasp stings hurt. Bee stings, I mean, I don't want to say they don't hurt because with my luck, I'm going to walk outside and get stung by a bee. So, it's going to happen. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they hurt. Listen, if y'all, <laughs> if y'all want to see a funny movie with somebody getting stung by bees, watch um the 2006 version of The Wicker Man. That shit will that? make you laugh. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, so that's already funny. But uh, <laughs> he got stung by bees at the end. Like this mother, the way he yells about those bee stings was hilarious. 
That's all I'm saying. Just watch that. Was he cursing? Yeah, he did And saying cuss words that don't make sense. Well, you bitches. <laughs> Killing me. I'm not going to If I tell you what he was saying, I'll be telling you the movie if you want to watch okay. the movie. But that one scene, though, this, um, this um, Google Nicholas Cage, Not the Bees. Not the Bees? Oh, God, Not the Bees. Not the Bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Tell them where they can find you. Matthew Moose of the 7th on Twitter and um, on uh, what's that thing called? Instagram. And you can call me at Roadway Tales on Twitch. Everything up. Oh no. Everything up. Everything up. Everything I do can be found on www.distractionnetwork.com. Mm-mm. I was going to wrap it, but. <laughs> um, Everything I do can be found at www.distractionnetwork.com. That'll be the podcast. That'll be editorials, videos. Uh, also, check me out uh, on there because in the next month or so, I'm going to start putting out my fall line to make America America. And um, my spring line did good. My fall line last year did good. Uh, this time I'm changing it up a little bit and and going into higher quality. That's what I want to say. I'm going to say higher quality. But until um, next time, take care. Be safe. Holla.